0: Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas Happy uh, New Year You can now play Christmas music What? <laughs> now that Thanksgiving's over, we can move on
1: I don't need your permission time. to that's, tell me what to do That's not Christmas music <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> You are playing it <laughs> That's true Hey, we're going to talk about uh, the Supreme Court
2: decision oh, ACB,
0: yeah. RGB, ACB it's, it's, been, it's been called the ACB
2: Decision, actually. Well, okay, she kind of oh. tilted a particular way. That yeah, Lean, she, yeah, she certainly did.
0: Hey, guys, thank you for joining Cross politics on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Good to be with you guys. Um, I'm ready for Christmas. You guys ready for yeah. Christmas? You keep
2: bringing that up. Yeah. No, well, because, because, you know, you're going to wear I was that ready for Christmas actually suit. three weeks ago. Yeah. He's going to put on that green oh, Merry Christmas right. suit. Oh, I uh, didn't remind you. get to you. pull out my Christmas
0: stuff. Mm. Oh, no. Hey guys, Fox. for the next hundred and fifty <laughs> club subscribers that subscribe at, at twenty five dollars or more, yeah, uh, we actually got this sweet uh, Kodiak uh, Fight Laugh Feast Tumblr coming in.
2: I want. Where's it at?
3: And it's
0: it, they're shipping it here, and so we'll ship it out so in the, December.
3: The next, but what'd you say? Hundred. Next hundred fifty. Hundred fifty club club subscribers members. that
0: subscribe. And if you're a current subscriber, you can just you know if you bump, bump up up twenty five uh, or twenty five or more, and then, then you, you get, get one it, of these and tumblers. They're Kodiak, they're nice. Yeah. Yeah. Kodiak really? brand. Fight Ooh. Left Feast Tumblers. Pretty excited about I've been this. waiting
2: for these. Have you? So this is a limited edition. You've been, yes, you've been talking been about it for like for three the, years. Yes. I'm yeah. like, we need to get these. Tumblers. These are amazing. Yes.
0: And so we finally, we
3: finally did. All right. Well, now's a good time to join.
0: Yeah. Make sure you guys d- uh, download the app. Okay. It's a good place. Actually, you can be live streaming in the app right now. Okay, so we actually live stream all our shows inside the app, so you can pull it up. You can cast it to your and you get the daily news brief
2: screen. every morning. Yep, inside the app, the app.
0: And, yep. and of course Mark Dewey and the bullpen. in right. the app and all that stuff. So all that stuff. The app is the place to go. In fact, I need to um, uh, we need to do more push notifications out for the app and communicate better there. We'll, cool. we'll, we'll have to talk about that later. That's a business meeting. We'll have to talk yeah, about you that know? later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no. you Sorry. Start having business. Sorry. meetings <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just now, I think about it. Don't forget to Please. buy Pastor Toby's marriage book. book. No mere. Uh, Marriage dot is it right. Yeah, no, 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 the, yeah. mere marriage.com is the, the website. website, but the, the book title is No Mere Mortals. Someone already took that, I guess. Domain, I believe. I don't that's know. That's why. Well, I assume you ended up there. Hey, can, is this oh, is it's a hard book? Is it's this, a, it's hard book. It's Canon Press's first uh, hard hard book copy. How did
2: Wait, wait. You don't even have a hard book from Canon Press yet, do you? I forget.
1: Uh, they've done hardbacks before. Okay. Yeah, I right. think they've done. Yeah. Even Jellyfish was a hardback in the actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he, so he well was. Well,
0: then why did they tell
3: me that? It uh, might have been the first nonfiction. I don't know. Well, yeah.
0: Maybe that's what he said. Nonfiction. I don't know. Because I think Jesse said the first is something. And I announced it on the stage at the Fight Life Peace Conference.
3: Well, something.
2: Well, well, is your book also, the audio book, got audio version of this as well?
3: It's in the works. It's in the works, okay. I, I've been a little bit slow. Okay. But, but the, audio it, yeah, the audio is not a hard copy.
2: But you will be able to That's get inside important. the new Canon Press app. It's going to be in the new Canon
3: Press app. If you haven't downloaded that, that you really need to that do that. Is it's cool. cool. It's free right now for a month.
2: Right, right, yeah, and you get all the all the canon treasure, audio books, and, and conferences
0: that go back to the '90s that we've been so talking about.
2: I, I I really like it because I've been pushing for a long time. The was it the history conferences yeah, that you guys like did, 96 was, or, where where basically everything that's happening now was called back then. <laughs> And all we had to do was listen. So it was listen. a prophetic conference, it was not a, pr- a history. It, pretty conference. much, it's yeah. charismatic. I'm like, see, I told you, prophecy exists.
4: Uh, go get the
2: Canon Press app. There is Chocolate Knox picks if you want to get all those. Con- There's a Chocolate Knox picks on there, and is it has it? yes, it has all those conferences in there. It's basically like your tool yeah. chest yeah. of what you need right now to yeah. understand come, where we're. He at. comes
3: in here and he just he's like, guys, did you
2: remember this talk? Fascinating. <laughs> 1996. <laughs> they said this was going
1: to happen. I yeah. was a baby then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank That's you. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> Actually, I want to shout out Dan- Daniel Aaron Spratt was the one who put me on. He's like, "Have you seen these?" I was like, "No, no one ever talks about these." Yeah. So Anyways, get the app, get that. Can't impress.
0: Well, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. These these um, propaganda videos we were trying to have out.
3: We were trying to have a good Thanksgiving. Just, just about and you were ruined my Thanksgiving. Were sending these out. text messages. And
0: I'm like, I'm like sending Toby and Nice. Have you seen this video yet? Like, I'm the, well, this turkey. one. This one's from our governor here in Idaho. Oh, gooey.
4: You might be thinking, why should I wear a mask?
0: COVID-19 won't affect me. But what about the Doctor.
4: She is one of the only people your mom has seen in months.
0: Nurse! He's doing all he can to protect his business and his employees.
4: She wants to protect herself, her customers, and her family. We get it. Masks can be uncomfortable. And we aren't used to wearing them as we go about our daily lives
1: cloth masks, but they help to keep you, the people you interact with, and their loved ones safe.
4: So if you won't wear a mask to protect yourself, do it for them. Do your part. 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 part. Learn more at one.idaho.gov.
1: All right, now now our neighbor, line, dog faced pony soldier,
0: exactly. Now now our neighbor to the west of us. This is Governor Inslee, or incompetent Inslee. uh, His propaganda video.
4: COVID nineteen can find you here. Wow, you're just trying to celebrate. It can find you here (laughs) when you're with your closest friends. Your
0: birthday party. That's even sad. Or even
4: here. Thanksgiving when you're spending time with family. Wear a mask. Stay 6 feet apart. Don't host gatherings even in your own home. Protect the people you love.
3: <laughs> What's wrong with you
2: exactly. people? Uh, Unbelievable. This is a dangerous ad. Right? This is extremely it's reckless. Dangerous. It's irresponsible. But I'm trying to figure out like first of all there's a few things that hit me. Whenever we make propaganda videos, everybody hates them. And everybody's talking about how horrible they are. When
3: when, when we? Well, yeah, like when we? conservatives. Oh, conservatives, conservatives.
2: make a propaganda video. And they do really good jobs at it. Trump had a really good – and it's usually fairly true. <laughs> yeah. But this isn't. It's not true yeah. at all. But So I was talking to my mom just the other day. My mom is a person who's very at risk. She's had cancer. Yeah. She had a complete flush of her um, – of of her genes, and they come out and they give these super genes, and they and put them in, and your body fights off the cancer cells. Is that now. like with
0: herbs and stuff. It, that no, no, you mix no. It they actually take your
2: <laughs> stem cells. This is stem like stem cells. cell <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. So she's gone through that your whole dad process. Herbs. Uh, she's poses. had a stroke. She's yeah, very much wow. at risk. And yeah. the scary thing that has been for me is that now that because I know that masks really don't work, right. cloth masks especially don't work, and everybody worse for you, it, right? And so exactly, and so when she goes out assuming that cloth mask is going to protect her. Then if there really is a risk, she has a risk right. then that's not good for her to assume that the thing that she's putting on her face so that, that they tell her is going to help her yep. is actually going to help her she goes out into a place where she doesn't need to be at. Right. That's horrible. Yep. That's horrible. Yeah. And so, so
0: so we played this video on the show before where it actually talks about and outlines kind of the science behind cloth masks.
4: Actual yeah peer-reviewed studies. Well, a randomized peer-reviewed study published in the BMJ looked at the efficacy of masks to prevent viral infection in hospital healthcare workers in 15 different hospitals. The participants were randomized into three groups. One group wore medical masks at all time on their work shift. A second group wore cloth masks at all time on their shift. And a third group, the control group, was allowed general practice, which included occasionally wearing a mask or not wearing a mask at all. Here's what the study found. A percentage of healthcare workers in all groups contracted infections, but the participants wearing cloth masks had significantly higher rates of infections than the participants wearing surgical masks. In fact, healthcare workers wearing cloth masks were 13 times more likely to experience viral-type infections than those wearing medical masks. Now, here's what's even more shocking about the study. Not only were the rates of infections higher in the cloth mask-wearing group than the medical mask group, the rates of infection in the cloth mask group were significantly higher than the people in the control group who were allowed to occasionally wear a mask or not even wear a mask at all. Where's that science? Please listen to that again. This real-world setting, peer-reviewed study found that you were more likely to contract a viral infection by excessively wearing a cloth mask than not strictly wearing a mask or wearing no mask at all. This is not to say that a mask cannot be helpful in acute situations. But being advised to wear a cloth face mask could be outright dangerous. The researchers found that the penetration of cloth masks by particles was almost 97%. and medical masks, about 44%. The medical masks didn't do particularly well, but the performance of the cloth masks were absolutely horrendous. The scientists in the study collected enough data to conclude that the wearing of a cloth mask can potentially increase risk of getting sick. But the question is, why? The researcher stated that, quote, moisture retention and poor filtration may result in increased risk of infection with cloth masks and that cloth mask should not be recommended, end quote. The data shows that the cloth mask material actually creates a reservoir for pathogen growth. A wet, trapped environment your own microbes as well as pathogens from the environment around you increasingly stick to the mask and colonize where in the natural world your droplets would be diluted into the air oh you are in essence creating a wet microhabitat on your face that can make it even better at collecting other people's microbes on it
1: a fiber-based petri dish yes
4: exactly
2: colonizing <laughs> on your face <laughs> what could go wrong <laughs> themodelhealthshow.com Right. forward slash mass fact, math, uh, <laughs> mask facts. Check well, and it this, out. And this is uh, it,
0: specifically, this section of the video, he's referencing the biomedical journal. Right, yeah, exactly.
3: And, and is this <laughs> the same video or is it a different one here that where they're talking about the effects of, of loss of oxygen?
2: Right, right. how it actually is forces. Is the same video? It's the same video, yeah. He goes through it's all an the hour-long video. hour-long video. People it's,
3: start getting kind of anxious. And irritated. And irritated and angry. Yeah, I wonder.
2: Huh. <laughs> That? Does that does it? That and like, and that's, guess what? Turning,
0: got, turning people into a bunch of Karens out there. You have so these people running at?
2: around with driving with their masks on. What oh, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Did you see? Yeah. Seriously. Did you
0: see a Babylon Bee uh, um, announce that Time Magazine's Person of the Year is Karen?
2: Okay, that, that's that, <laughs> that. I think that's on, not the bee. <laughs> <laughs> <Was> <laughs> that, <was> that, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm confused now. The thing that scares me about this, I don't think that we take this information and go the other way where we say, oh, maybe we shouldn't have people with masks. Um, cloth mask especially on. The, the science doesn't get better for N95 and medical masks, by the way. But I, what I think we do with information like this is say, hey, then what we need to do is have a government mandated type of mask that everyone has to have. Ugh. That's what scares me about right. this. It's like, yeah, you, you think a normal human being gets this information and says, okay, take off the mask. No, no, no. We just need more government to bring us the kind of masks that actually work and that is mandatory. No. What kind of mask do you have? No. It's going to happen with the vaccine.
3: Yeah, yeah. A few days ago, Johns Hopkins published a study that said uh, that basically um, the coronavirus deaths have not substantially increased all-cause mortality. Right. Huh. And then, 24 <laughs> hours later, it was gone. Deleted from the internet.
2: Uh, just a question. Is, is Danae Rancourt still here? <laughs> we He's, check. he's, he's the alive. one who should actually, call him up and he's check. been saying that for a yeah, long time. Yeah, we interviewed
3: Danae Rancourt back in—when was that? It was like April. May? April? Um, April, May, yeah. and he was the one that already saying, "Guys, there all cause mortality has no substantial increase. There is a spike in March, which right. he thinks was probably man made. He he thinks we shut down. We sent a bunch of sick people to nursing homes, yeah. right? And there was really a spike. He thinks it was a uh, that was man made, right? Um, but in terms of actual um, all cause mortality, total deaths." Um, this study from Johns Hopkins says basically there's no substantial increase in 2020. Um, then the article's gone. Huh. Um, they 187 did, huh? They, but the way ba- <laughs> e- the internet is forever. Yep. And so the guys at Not the Bee, this is literally really Not the Bee, uh, go to the Wayback Machine, pulled it up, Why and published is it. Not it. The
2: bee?
3: Um, well, because when you have a sense of humor like the Babylon Bee guys do, you actually understand the truth.
2: See, this yeah. is amazing. You actually tell that's the right. truth. Yeah. When you have a
3: sense of humor, that's what makes the world bizarre and that's strange right. because you know what the truth is. But if you can't laugh at the world and the absurdities of the world, you become a joke.
0: This is why there's no transgender like, comedians. <laughs> there's just no transgender no, comedians. They are. They're <laughs> not funny. They, they're not funny. <laughs> well, they
3: are a walking They joke. are the joke. Anyways, yeah. this is something to keep it. You know, you see all the stats. You see all the, the data going on. You, we need to be asking the question, this question, what is... All cause mortality, total deaths, yeah. is actually one of the key um, pieces of data that nobody's really advertising, uh, and I think it's because basically it's going to turn out to demonstrate uh, that COVID nineteen has not been um, this. I mean, if if a hundred thousand, if two hundred thousand people were going to die this year, yeah, anyways. But now, and one of the things in the article that got pulled was um, this gal. I forget her name. She basically she analyzed so ordinarily cardiovascular disease. And uh, heart heart, heart heart disease disease are the leading causes of death. Yes. Um, And basically, if you take COVID mortality, everything has been coded with COVID, and then you go and you look at the heart um, disease and cardiovascular disease, turns out that basically the deaths by those causes roughly have decreased (laughs) at the (laughs) same rate at which COVID deaths
2: have spiked. Huh. This is like election time. Well, Biden, he's going up. Trump, he's going. How does. <laughs> well, in, my, in my
3: mentions, I shared
2: the article and several people
3: were actually saying, they were like saying, hey, uh, that's because they were using the Dominion machines to count, count those COVID deaths. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Juicing the numbers. I don't know. Well, did you guys see this and I'm, uh, in Idaho? There's actually some pushback going on in the panhandle. So, uh, panhandle is actually, we're actually. South of the Panhandle, even though we're still in the chimney,
3: we're, we're part of the southern part of the Panhandle. Yeah,
0: and so there's this five county Panhandle up north, up north, and the health district voted to mandate mass. Okay, so a bunch of bureaucrats in North Idaho, in North Idaho, a bunch of bureaucrats voted to mandate mass. Not not the city, right? Not the county commissioners. Right. Not you know, huh. and and so what happened as a result of that? The sheriff, actually, Sheriff Daryl Willer. We need to get one of these sheriffs on someday. He just said, he said, we just aren't going to enforce this Panhandle health district mask mandate. Right. And then good on him. One of the County commissioners, this is what I, this is why again, local politics is so important. One of the County commissioners proposed and motioned at one of their, the recent meetings that they're that they, he wanted to defund the Panhandle health district. <laughs> That's great. So yes. Bonner's County County commissioners, they give about $250,000 a year to the Panhandle health district. Yeah. And now they're talking about actually defunding them, which they, they, should.
3: How they do, should. How do people in the health district get appointed? Like, how do you get there? They're not elected. I think we're all
2: trying to figure that out right now.
3: <laughs> Where'd they, where they come from? I mean, they're like self appointed. Like, like, did they just invent this position? We are now your health. Mamas. Well, yeah. the,
0: the director somehow gets hired, and yeah. I'm sure the director from there hires everybody. But It's like, office, a, you know, like a committee of some sort, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know if we, this all doom happens. Well, this is where community. my local civics needs a if committee. They, of, if
1: com- they don't have any money anymore, it doesn't matter. Exactly.
0: Right. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. Right. It you, you becomes know, a moot question. You have a job, and, but don't really matter. I totally
3: forgot this, but you remember the committee in, in in the French Revolution was called the Committee for Public Safety. Yeah. Yes, that Robespierre ran. Yes, oh, really? that decapitated like twenty thousand yeah. people or whatever,
0: including Pierre eventually. Yeah,
3: yeah, including him, <laughs> the, including the chair of the committee. Peter Hitchens reminded us of that. This, I forgot. I yeah. totally forgot. That's funny. Com, first of all, that should give me enough to say committees, watch out. You know, <laughs> yeah. Committees, watch out. But then public safety, public health. That's where you. That's where you say ah. Yeah. So Sit down. Uh,
1: just you mentioned Peter Hitchens. Just a, a reminder. He mentioned. And he may have been talking about uh, quoting Orwell. The purpose of propaganda, like the pieces you showed earlier, yeah. is not to persuade you of the truth of them. The purpose of propaganda is to discourage you so that you think that resistance is futile.
3: Mm. Right. Yeah. In, in, in other words, yeah. you're,
1: you're not being persuaded by their argument you're being persuaded by the fact that they've got control of the airwaves and that's the official line. How do you beat and, that and monster? How, how do I? Yeah, no use. We can mutter about it. We can tell jokes to one another, but we're not going to be able to overthrow that
3: narrative.
2: We're supposed to actually be afraid.
3: It's to
1: make being, us afraid.
2: Right. So what's the first thing you should do when you see propaganda like that? Put your foot through the side of it. Make fun, <laughs> of, make fun of it.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, it uh, and it's uh, make jokes about it publicly. Yeah. Mm. Right?
3: Mock so, it. Mock it. Do the thing they say you must not do. Right. And do it loud
2: and proud. Right. We're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up next segment, segment. No quarter November. I can't wait to jump into that. Yeah. So if you want to get all these articles and everything, if you have the app, you can download the app. All these articles are inside the notes, so you guys can go right directly to them and read these for yourself. So download the app in this break. We're coming back. No quarter November with Pastor Doug Wilson. You don't want to miss that. More cross politics coming up next.
3: You didn't even introduce him when we started the show. Everybody knows, knows who he, knows. he is. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs>
2: They're like, who are those guys next to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So in 2016 we found out that our youngest son Asher had cancer and I will just never forget crying in the lobby of the hospital on the phone with the Samaritan Ministries person on the other end who was, you know, who ended the call saying let's just pray about this.
4: When it does hit you and you really
0: wonder
1: what's going to happen, it worked.
2: It continues
0: to be affordable, it works, and it pays the bills.
1: Welcome to No Quarter November. Thanks for coming back. You know, thoughtful criminals through the ages have known that one of the things you need to do after you're done with your crimes is um, destroy the evidence. Destroy the, any uh, um, evidence that you've been there or that you had anything to do with it. And, and we should also point out that I'm not a criminal. Uh, but I am, however, a thought criminal. I'm, I'm afraid that in this beloved truck of mine, In this truck, I have committed many thought crimes. These thought crimes have been the sorts of things that uh, have uh, drawn the ire of people all over the world. The thing you want to do is make sure that your thought crimes are not thought crimes in the eyes of God, but rather simply in the eyes of man. So then, you don't want to be guilty of thought crimes as far as God is concerned, you want to be approved by God. But you do want to be guilty of thought crimes, the the kind of thought crimes that Amazon and Facebook and Twitter and all our uh, thought leaders, thought cattle prodders, thought regulators approve of. You You want a metaphor for Western culture right now? There you go. What you're gonna get through uh, No Quarter November, or as we're calling it now, mostly peaceful November, is the truth, unvarnished truth, unpolished truth, unqualified truth, just putting it out there. the match? Uh, yes. Okay, S- uh, sort of.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Some of the matches.
1: <laughs> Not welcome, all the matches. Welcome back to Cross
3: Politic on the Fight Left Feast Network. With us, we're very honored to have Pastor Douglas Wilson on again, and um, he is uh, married to Nancy for how many years now? Forty-five, coming up on. Get out. It it still says 40 on your blog, just so you know. You might want to. Mm. He he Uh,
0: updates that about every five years. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: And and, uh, teeming hordes of grandchildren three kids. um, Oh, wow. Father of of Rebecca Merkel, Nate N.D. Wilson, and Rachel Jankovic. Um, and um, Some
2: sharp arrows over there, brother. And,
3: uh, you got
0: some grandkids that are criminals right now going through the criminal y- process. Yeah, I've yeah, got... <laughs> yes. Is,
3: is your pastoral go. qualifications uh, at stake uh, right now? No. no actually, <laughs> it's actually beefing them up. Because, you know, when your grandpa runs something called No Quarter November... Your
0: kids kind of follow... Fa- your grandkids
3: follow suit. They're <laughs> like, all right, we're pirates.
2: <laughs> i got to ask, how many people are at Thanksgiving? What's the number? Did you guys count? Oh, my. What
0: was it a super spreader event? Yeah. Uh, you- <laughs> Of joy. Yeah, this is this is of-
2: confidential
1: information. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 17 grandkids. There's six kids and their spouse. Uh, three kids and their spouses. Yep. Six. That's 23. Nancy and me. 25. And that's with no company. Okay. Yeah. And okay. We had some company.
2: Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> can't help but defy. Super so spreader.
3: remind. I mean, every every year, I know you get this, and hopefully, most of our audience knows what No Quarter November is. But I know people still ask. Wait, what's No Quarter November?
1: Yeah. First, I, first time this year I had to answer the question, what is no quarter? Yes. Well, I've what, had that question asked of like, me too. Um, well it's a, I think originally a term for battle at sea. Yeah. So when two ships were coming to fight and there was no quarter it it basically meant take no prisoners, no this, prisoners. This is a fight to the death. Right. So no quarter means, um, when you ask for quarter, you're asking for mercy or truce or whatever. Right. And if no quarter is given, then there's no, uh, then there's, no the, surrender, you, no... You just fight it out. Yeah. You just fight it out. So no quarter November um, uh, means, normally, when I say outrage, I write outrageous things all year long. What? But n- <laughs> it's, it's true. It's <laughs> <Huh. laughs> uh, tr- true. But when I write things normally that uh, rub people, some people's the wrong way, I almost always will qualify... Yeah. I call it my second paragraph rule somewhere in the second paragraph rule. I'll, now I'm not arguing that, that, all, that all thus and such are right. So-and-so, um, the part that no one ever reads yeah, or, or, but I put it there so, so that when people go nuts, I can go back to the second paragraph there it and is. said, uh, what do you mean? I said that, right. Uh, right. all women are this way. I'd, I'd said in the second paragraph, I'm yeah. not saying, I'm not saying that. So I, Generally, try to embed qualifications right. Right. Um, uh, in the in the piece for all the good it does. But I generally do that. And then a few years ago, we decided, well, let's just do just skip doing that part for a month. Yeah. And so, no quarter of November, you just tell yeah. the truth the way you see it, with no hedging or qualifying or explaining or anticipating. You
3: just say what you think.
1: Yeah. And so that's what no quarter.
3: Uh, Yes. So, how's
1: it gone this year? This is, is your third year running or this fourth? Is,
3: this is the third year. Okay. So, and and how, how's what's the return so far? You're, we're
1: about the end of November. So, the first year we burned a couch. The second year we burned a field. Yeah. Um, <laughs> third year we burned my truck. Yeah. It was a good truck. A house but next. But what's but going on? Well, that's the, the that is there's that's sort kind of, a... of the problem. We've got a challenge.
2: <laughs> We've got a challenge for next year. <laughs> That, well, that Biden's going to be president, so you know maybe yeah. uh, you, you might give have a few something to work with. We'll see. Hey, so, we
3: we saw your most one of your I think this is your most, your most recent article coming classical Christian downgrade. Yes, and looked like yeah you were uh, starting something on fire there. Uh, yes, I'm concerned about
1: the acceptance in certain quarters of the classical Christian school movement, which is a very promising movement. Right, uh, it, right. you know very. Uh, I've I've been involved in that up to my neck for forever. Um, But there has been a quiet, surreptitious acceptance in some quarters of um, materials that accommodate or, or are accommodating to um, Mm -hmm. theistic evolution, Mm -hmm. which, which I think is, is the death knell of everything. Right. Um, And I'm not talking about differences between creationists because, Or, or even about the age age of the cosmos. I'm talking about common descent from a common ancestor, and I'm talking about methodological naturalism. Right, where you assume there is no God. When we're doing science, we have to assume there is no God. You can't look for intelligent design. You can't look for purpose. Or you know, you've you've got to be a methodological naturalist. And uh, Biologos is an organization devoted to um, uh, to um, theistic evolution, mm-hmm. and they have endorsed uh, Navare uh, science curriculum, which a number
3: of classical Christian schools have started to use. Okay. So, so that's what that was about. Why is theistic evolution the death knell of everything? Well, to say, I mean, if if somebody says, but but God's behind it, so why does it matter? Well, there's there's there are multiple.
1: Uh, lines of argument. I'll just give you two. One is if you lose the first Adam, if you lose a historic Adam, mm-hmm. okay. you lose the second Adam. Yep. There, um, Christ is uh, the one who delivers us from the mess that the first Adam got us into. Right. But if the first Adam isn't there, if there is no historic Adam, then he didn't. he didn't get us into the mess. And that leads yep. to the next problem. Multiple times in Genesis 1, God says He created the world. It was very good. It was very good. It right. was very good. The reason people want a long, an old Earth, is um, on on planet Earth, is because of all the fossil um, right. bones, right. right? Right. Well, fossil graveyards are graveyards, right? Right. Right. Million, millions and millions of sentient beings who struggled, suffered, and died. Right, right? now. Theistic evolution has to have all that suffering, bloodshed, death, nature, red, and tooth and claw prior to any rebellion or sin on man's part. And God has to be looking down on that beaming. Right. Behold, it was very good. It was very good.
0: And all those animals are dying.
1: Yeah, millions of years right. of suffering. Right. And behold, it's very good, very good, very good. Well, all of a sudden, death is no longer an enemy. Right. 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 Uh, you've you, and, and so... De- in fact, death actually is what... Got him there. Right. So in, the theist, in theistic evolution, death produces Adam. Right. Mm. In, in biblical uh, theology, Adam produces death. Right. Adam introduces death into yeah. the world. Right. Uh, as opposed to theistic evolution where death introduces Adam into the world. Yeah. Which means that there's nothing really wrong with death. Yeah. There's nothing broken. Right. So, so uh, a, an Orthodox Christian can look at the world and say, man, who broke this place? This place is broken, right? Yeah. The the, the theistic evolutionist can't really say that the world is broken. Well, if the world's
2: not broken, why do we need a savior? Right. That's right. Yeah. Boy, there's a whole bunch of strains that come out of that too. Oh, It's a, a, that's a mess. If, If
0: God didn't create the world in six days, then how do we know that Jesus died and rose in three days? Right. What, what is a was it, man? Was it a 24-hour day? Yeah.
1: Right.
2: Right. What is a man? What is a woman? Just the basic right. imp- importance of manhood and womanhood is out the door. And right.
1: we live in an age of compromise. Right. right. So we live in an age when the pressure is going to be on Christians to become respectable, Yeah. play yeah. the game, go along. Right. And uh, classical Christian schools, at their best, equip students to stand up to the idolatries of the age. Right. And you can't do that by capitulating to right.
3: one of the central
1: Idols of the age. And if
3: God, if God used evolution for millions and millions of years to produce the human race in its current form, there's no real reason why he couldn't change the human race. Right. You know, why, right. why, why can't we have 50 genders in right. 50 million years? Right. right. Maybe that's what God's doing. <laughs> right. uh, so
0: I just got uh, word back from Wren that your most read uh, article, blog post in No November is The Authority of a Fraudulent, fraudulent Election. Mm hmm. <laughs> So, you believe. How'd that come up?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk That's about your a segue. Read, your most read article. Yeah, exactly.
0: Your most read article is The Authority of the Fraudulent
3: Election.
2: No, nah, I lost uh-huh. that bet. I thought it would have been Women's Ministry as Pestilence. I just uh, knew I that thought, one was going to be. I thought the, it was
3: going to be pornography for cuckolds. Oh, that was, the one I thought that was a be, good one, too. That, okay, was. well, let's, let's start <laughs> with
2: the fraudulent election thing because we got to move on to all. I want to talk about all these, but let's well, talk do about. Do you want to hit that in Thursday? No, no, no. Let's talk about the election Okay, okay.
1: So, uh, Biden won. Uh, well, what do you mean win? It, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're talking about, is he going to wind up in the White House? Well, maybe. Yeah. Um, but if you said, if we postulate a fair and free election with no cheating, who do I think got, garnered the most votes? I think Trump won it walking away. Yeah. Do but, you think he uh, won
3: the popular vote? Yeah. Not just the electoral vote.
1: Uh, yes, I think. Now, the, so um, what evidence... Oh, hold on! No, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait a second. I, want, I want he, evidence. Hold
2: on, Gabe. He's on trial. He's not the lawyer here. But trial. go ahead, no, Pastor. I'll, 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 no. this
1: is the thing. There's a, uh, when people demand evidence, like you just did. Yeah, okay. um, Gabe. <laughs> I'm with you, Pastor. Uh, so the, there's two kinds. Of, there's two kinds of evidence, and people toggle back and forth between them, uh-huh. and they and it creates no end of confusion. Mm-hmm. There is if if you find, for example, uh, one of your party guests. In the parlor with a knife in his back. That, <laughs> yep. that fact is suggestive. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, to say the least. <laughs> who killed him? <laughs> right. So right. no, somebody now, died. <laughs> well, you have evidence,
1: you have clear evidence that a murder occurred. Right. Yeah. You don't have any evidence on who did it. Right. So if you want to send Murphy or the butler or whoever to jail for killing this guest, right. you don't have any evidence for who did it. Right. right. Um, but you have plenty of evidence that it was done. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, when people ask me, how can you, sitting in your cheap seats up there in Idaho, look at a national election that involves tens of millions of people yes. and say, where's your evidence that this happened? Well, I here's, here's my evidence. Uh, Joe Biden, the somnolent Joe Biden, <laughs> campaigned, exactly like a man would campaign if he knew he didn't have to campaign oh yeah Yeah. that's brutal that's right he he scarcely went anywhere right Uh all right he was a that was a sleepwalking campaign that's what somnolent means by the way (laughs) okay all right oh sorry (laughs) I, i just just interpreting the tongues all right so um when obama when obama ran in 2008 yeah obama was at the top of his messianic rock star game. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Right. Yes. He was, he was going to cause the tides to recede. Yeah, it was right. hope and change. And it, it, there was, on the left, among the Democrats and the black population, there was genuine bonafide excitement. Yes, yes. absolutely. Oh, okay. They're making music and, videos about so, to do. Yeah, it right. was so, amazing. So Obama won that election fair and square. Oh, yeah. right. He, he, there's, as far um, as we know. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not among those who say... Oh, there had to have been cheating because my guy lost. Right. Right. It's not so Obama won that election fair and square. Joe Biden, doing his sleepwalking campaign, outperformed Obama 2008 by 10 million votes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sorry, water doesn't run uphill. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, you can't campaign like that. You can't campaign like a dud. And generate that kind of electoral
2: excitement. Unless you're a theistic evolutionist. So so what when so when you see the mail in ballots and that whole setup then, doesn't that does that change any of the way that you adjust this? Because mail in ballots that wasn't during Obama's time. Right, like, but that's totally record record, number of, record number of mail-in ballots. That's a whole new setup. So now you got a bunch sure. of people who that don't count to for do anything ten million votes. Yeah, to to get to vote oh, in yeah, election. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, you could have mail-in ballots. Could be the latest thing that that caused the uh, electorate to grow by that sure. amount. Yep. Yeah, um, and that's one possible thesis. Right, uh, but that would do the same for both sides. Uh-huh. Right. right, right. Well,
2: it <laughs> depends on who's mm-hmm. counting them. Well, uh, no, but that's my <laughs> point.
1: So you, ha- you introduce mail-in ballots, ballots, mail-in balloting at the last minute. You don't have the protocols and the safeties yep. and, the, and the procedures. Yep. Right. You don't have them locked in, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And you throw them into the middle of a campaign in a year like this. Right. You're just asking for fraud. You're just asking for trouble. So um, I'm not uh, – basically I'm uh, what I'm saying is that from where I'm sitting, I have more than enough evidence to believe that there was started, yeah, yeah. that there was dirty deeds in this election but I don't think Murphy or anybody else ought to be sent to jail or any particular election overturned unless there's evidence that's displayed in a court yep. that says this was stolen and it should go to the other guy or this is such a dog's breakfast now that we can't tell who won and so we don't certify the election which would throw the election if Georgia and Pennsylvania and Nevada did that? I think it would throw it into the the election into the House of Representatives.
3: So a little while ago, Eric Erickson uh, tweeted: "When you believe Dominion voter system stole the election or more people voted than were registered to vote, both of which are lies, you harm your ability to share the truth of the gospel because one who so easily embraces lies will be treated skeptically." Yeah, I don't know if he's talking about you, but <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: Here's this is the problem, Uh, and I said this in one of my one of the um, uh, posts in November. I don't. Let's say we have this brawl of a debate on was the election rigged or not? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. And we're uh, let it rip. Okay. I when I'm sitting as a spectator watching this debate, I don't know which side. I go into the debate not knowing which side is correct, but I do know which side is being censored. That's yeah. true. Okay. That's right. I, I do know. And I know that if Eric Erickson publishes or tweets a that, tweet like that, right. he, there is no chance at all that he's going to be censored, shutter, censored by Twitter. Right. Okay. right. You're, you're allowed to make that point. You're allowed to make that point. In other words, Eric Erickson is participating in a free and honest debate that his side is allowed to participate in. Yeah. If somebody comes, <laughs> you know, uh, has an answer to. Eric Erickson. Right. And says, no, D- Dominion. And, and here's some evidence. So, I, well, this is what I, I believe in total depravity. Are those Dominion voting machines capable of being hooked up to the internet? Yeah. Yes. And if they are capable of being hooked up to the internet, what idiot, <laughs> what idiot authorized their use in mm. any scenario, whatever? Right. right. Okay. Now, that point, if I go on Twitter and I try to make that point, I run an outstanding chance of being censored, shut down, shut up. Yeah, you know, shut up. They explained. Right, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, Yeah. And Eric Erickson yeah. is is as free as a bird. He thinks he's living in a free country right. because talking that way. Right. He's still he's still free to talk that way because his pers- his perspective is still
0: allowed. You remember we interviewed Patrick Colbeck uh, on election, election night. On election and night, and on yeah. election night, he was a he was former uh, he was a former Republican candidate for governor in michigan mm-hmm. and he was part of the poll watching um yep. situation team in detroit in, in, in michigan and he pointed out he was telling us that hey some of their, uh, their voting machines, machines, machines are hooked, are hooked up, up to the internet like, and they shouldn't and it's against the law for them to be hooked up to the internet during the voting process right
1: right and the point i want i just want to know that all voting machines have no capacity to be hooked up to the internet. They ought mm-hmm. not. They, they yeah. ought not to have. Yeah. The, um, th- that is. Uh, and, and if you. Uh, and you have to have safeguards. And yeah. safeguards. And yeah. safeguards. But the point is. Uh, Eric Erickson is free to make his point, right. And I'm not free to make mine. Right. And yeah. that that tells you, in, in, right. in my world, that tells you everything you need to know.
0: So the most uh, quoted uh, text in your article, uh, The Authority of a Fraudulent Election, is this. A political party that stands foursquare behind the dismemberment of unborn children is not going to flinch when it comes to the dismemberment of your right to cast your vote in a process with real integrity. And when it gets there, the corruption will be out in the open.
2: Wow. Wow. Well... We're not done yet. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> we, we just went through two. Two of No Quarter Novembers. We're gonna do some more. It's fast. We, uh, it's lo- fast. So, uh, you got the Canon Press app yet? You're gonna want this. You'd have all this right now. You'd be reading No Quarter November. And the Cross Politic app, Fight Left Three app. Go do that right now during the break. More cross politic coming up
4: next. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information.
2: we really don't have any bourbon
0: sorry my (laughs) fault i need to get it
2: i thought you said listener or listener just
3: needs to help us out i thought you said it was christmas time (laughs) yeah come on i know
0: my fault
3: (laughs) hey welcome back to cross (laughs) Baltic we're grateful to have pastor doug wilson pastor christ church founder of logos school new saint andrews canon press all kinds of other things hundreds of books. Yes.
0: Cross-politic right. is his, his media arm.
2: <laughs> Don't joke. Don't joke like that. A joke that t- not it is not funny. It's not funny.
3: The article I thought from No Quarter in November that I, I was, we were going to take bets before yeah. the show, which article w- had, the, had the highest hits. I thought it was going to be pornography for cuckolds. Um, explain pornography for cuckolds.
1: So um, there's a difference between uh, – uh, pin-up girls, like the kind of uh, uh, picture you could see painted on a the nose of a bomber in World War II or or some risque sort of fold-out. Um, that's where uh, and not defending or justifying, lust is lust and it's not, that's not a healthy right. thing. Still objectifying women. Yeah, kind of yeah, so you've got, a there's, there's a problem there where you run afoul of what Jesus said to do. You're not supposed to be given over to lust. But there's a uh, but we think that porn is porn is porn is porn. Right. Doesn't and hurt anybody. It, it, well, and, and we think that it's all the same. It's all the same. Right. But it's not. So um, uh, pinup girls are far less debauched than uh, pornography today. Pornography today, of streaming pr- porn, uh, live action porn, is where you um, have a couple having sex. Right. Say. Now what that what that creates is the user of the porn is in a position where there's a woman he finds desirable mm-hmm. and he's getting his kicks from seeing somebody else take her.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So something's
1: d- way more demented about that. So with the the pinup girl, the man, oh she's pretty or she's attractive or I'd like to marry someone like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's a straightforward um if I can speak this way, an honest form of sin, <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. right. Um, with with um, pornography for, for cuckolds, it's like uh, uh, a, a pack of lions eating a, a wild beast, wildebeest, mm-hmm. and a pack of a line of hyenas off in the perimeter right. looking at them, devouring what they would like to devour. Right, right? and not and, getting any. And not getting any and so the the modern user of porn is in the position of that hyena hmm. right. right it's not um, there's something there's something that is uh very um, uh, destructive of masculinity in that now i 'm not saying that the other form was healthy masculinity right. but it right. was at least a temptation. And too masculine.
3: Yeah, and, and it might yeah might have actually even with sin mixed in and bad motivations driving them to actually get married and have a family. Right. Uh, you know, or, or wanting you know wanting to be married, wanting to. Right. But this is actually in some way, um, you, you had another um post, uh, singleness is affliction. Right. This month, um, which I think is connected to all this. Correct. Where you have people, um, who are remaining single for decades of their life, not even sure they're going to get married. Right. And surely a lot of that is tied into pornography.
1: Yes, and I believe that some of it is the training of alpha males being trained to become beta males being trained to become wow. gamma males wow. Martin, take a back seat take a back seat uh, you're and and so what we have is we our culture modern culture hates masculinity and are trying to bribe it cajole it club it that's right um get it just get can, it out of here. can so you trace it. alpha
3: beta gamma for us what is what do you mean by that how is alpha? Uh, pushing, uh, the, betas it's, betas pushing gammas. It's,
1: it's the first three letters of the Greek alphabet. So alpha yeah. males are the yeah. take assertive. charge. Assertive. Assertive, take charge. Right. Toxic masculinity, the kind that runs into burning buildings to save people. Okay. Um, <laughs> you mean normal men. <laughs> yeah, men yeah. being men. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah, men right. being men. And when men are men, the, there's the good ones and the bad ones. Right. You've got men who are masculine who are good and right. decent, and men who are masculine who are the heads of biker gangs. Yeah. But they're they're masculine. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. both whether good or bad. Okay. Uh, a beta male is sort of like that um uh, pajama boy um guy who <laughs> used used to sell the Obama um Coffee Obama, or whatever. Obamacare or it was Oh a, that's right, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the the beta male is um He's a feminine soft yeah, uh, so effeminate, yeah, soft, quiet. Most um, evangelical pastors. If he takes a girl out, she, he's her best girlfriend ever. Right. <laughs> and she's, and buying, she's buying his dinner. <laughs> servant leader. <laughs> yeah, right. And then gamma gamma males would be one step worse than that. Okay. What is that I step? I know. Well, that, I, I think we're there with um, the whole tranny thing, androgyny, metrosexual, mm-hmm. uh, where they, they're trying to erase masculinity entirely. We're... Everybody is a girlfriend, and
2: everybody has a girlfriend. Could you connect for me the direct correlation between pornography and freedom?
1: Yeah. Um, Chesterton, I was talking about this earlier, and the Chesterton, who saw a lot of things from the 19th century, said that free love is the first and most obvious bribe that can be offered to a slave. Right. All right so um, the freedoms that the le- the left is all about freedom. To f- smoke pot, to fornicate, to do whatever you want. Do meth now do, in do, Portland. Do, uh, they, but all of the freedoms that the left wants me to have are freedoms that I could indulge in in a 6 by 8 prison cell. That's right. right. That's okay. right. Wow. I, I can read pornography in a prison cell. I can yeah. uh, be sexually immoral in a prison cell. I can have drugs smuggled in in a prison cell. Yeah. But the, the freedom that the conservatives want you to have is the freedom to start a family, move your family anywhere in the country you want, start a business, start a business right. keep yeah, the money right. that you make in the business, right. feed your family with it. In other words, it's freedom freedom. Right, right. right. <laughs> Real freedom. Real Alpha freedom. freedom. Yeah, as opposed to bribed, uh, doped-up right. slaves right. being yeah. told they're free. Yeah. So in, um, in Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, uh, there's two dystopi- dystopic visions. There's 1984, the boot stamp- stamping on a the- Human face forever, and then there's Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, where the people are just drugged up with soma. They're just bribed. Oh, right, right. Um, they're bribed with sexual license, sexual freedom, right. drug freedom, yeah. and and we're living in a weird combination of both 1984 right. and Brave New World. Well, they're hitting us
3: from both sides, they're basically. Hitting us both I mean, ways. You get threats and the jackboot on one side, and then you're getting the the porn and the drugs and the alcohol and and you know whatever on but the other.
2: I, I don't think we have the it's the same thing with the whole mass situation. I don't think we feel like with the pornography and all that stuff, I don't think we feel like those are bribes. Right. There's no way we would know whatever. And this is so fun. I remember being in a lot of Christian ministries. Our biggest product had always been killing, slaying the dragon, how to kill your porn. It's a big issue. But no one, even the people who are preaching against it, don't consider it a bribe. Right. You know, and, and so, you know, no one. Why thinks, not? Yeah, that's what I'm at. why don't we see that as a bribe? Is it because of the way that it's offered to us?
1: Yeah, basically, we think that the world is out there, and the world's being worldly, and there's certain things that God doesn't want you to look at or touch. So you've got this array out there, yeah. and so the good Christian people are saying we're going to teach young men not to get touch that and not look there, and so, right. But there's a struggle going on. There's a battle going on. Yeah, and this we're we're right in in the incident at Baal Peor, um, where. Uh, the, yeah, in the wilderness. In the wilderness, where the Israelite men were seduced by the uh, Canaanite women. Right. Right. It's not just oh, I met an attractive girl and I like her. Mm. There's a strategy going on. Right. Yeah.
3: To get right. them to get them to stop okay. the invasion. Right. Get them to stop.
1: So Balaam. And we're told in we're not told this in Numbers, but Balaam in Revelation it says that he advised King Balak to send in the Moabite right. women. Yep. Um, as uh, a tactic is yeah. a weapon of war, yeah. right? And which he did, and um, and it worked, it yeah. worked yeah. temporarily. And that's the situation we're in. We don't think like generals. Right. Mm. We're, th- we're thinking like privates yeah. who think who say, "Oh, I should stay away from that. That's a sin. I shouldn't do that." Right. But we some we need people to back out and think like generals and say, "Oh, right. there's this, a bigger th- plague th- going on here. There's a huge play." And, plague and going so the on. question to be wow, asking your,
3: this, the question to be asking yourself is not merely. Um, you know how bad was your sin, right? But is what did that sin take you away from? That's right. Right. That's good. In the absence of when you were being disobedient, that was a period of time in which you were not being obedient, right? Um, remember Solomon? Um, you know he's led astray by all his wives and ends up. King says building temples for all of their gods. That's right. Seven hundred. Wives, even if it wasn't for all of them, but hundreds of pagan temples is a lot of wasted energy, a lot of wasted time, money, and expense um, that he could have been using to build something good.
2: David and Bathsheba.
3: Right. He he should should have been been at war. Been out fighting the enemies, and he's at home (laughs) getting seduced, and it runs him into all kinds of trouble that's going to suck away his time and energy for a long time, including all the – Problems you going to happen and with kids was, later on. Well, so I think
0: this, this points out that the church is saying, no, don't do that, don't touch that. But they aren't teaching how to
1: lawfully go about right. sexual intercourse. And this ties in with the singleness uh, thing right. yeah. Yeah. where the evangelical leaders say singleness is a gift. Well, no, it's not. If <laughs> right. uh, Celibacy is a gift. It's a gift to the left. So, yeah.
2: Ah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Bars. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: but we're yeah. fine with that.
2: Yeah.
1: So when when Paul is gifted with celibacy, yeah, that really is a gift, and he and he can say, "I wish that all men had this gift," yeah. especially in a time of pandemic. And he's
3: evangelizing the whole
1: Mediterranean world. Right. Yeah. So if a man wants to be um, a frontier missionary, yeah. Uh, and I, look, I couldn't take a family into the jungle back there to right. to evangelize this tribe. And I, and I don't have a problem with uh, sexual temptation right. uh, because he's been gifted with celibacy. Well, that's a Pauline gift. Yeah, praise God. Praise God and go for it. But if you are just an ordinary 20-something um, suburbanite American uh, uh, dithering around, yeah, right. struggling with porn. Yeah. And struggling with porn. Yeah. Yeah. And one time I I was talking to a young man who said I th- wonder if I have the gift of celibacy and I said Well, do you have trouble with porn?
3: Hmm.
1: And he was kind of taken aback, but said Yeah, that's been a problem. Yeah. And I said Well, you know you can scratch celibacy off your list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's, an that's easy one that's for you. That's not yeah. Yeah. that's not what's going on here. Right.
3: Yeah. You're you're by yourself and you need a woman.
1: That's the right, the right. guy the guy that's who
3: right. might have that gift is the guy who's started five businesses and is running, you know, all over the world being productive and fruitful right. Right. and, right. and, and, about it and hasn't been struggling with, with sexual sin. Yeah. And yeah. then right. maybe stops and he's 40 and says, I mean, I should, sure? I mean, who am I going to give this do, to? Do I need to, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe that guy, yeah. maybe, maybe that guy, guy. Right. Uh, but he's been so fruitful already. Right. He's not dithering. He's not sitting there trying to figure out what to do with his life. Exactly right. He's already lived mm-hmm. three lifetimes worth. Right. Uh, most guys do. Um. That, that That's, that's the thing. We, we, have, um, we have lost a sense of what men are for. Right. Yeah. We, we've lost a sense of what men are for, and they are potent forces for good right. in this world. Um, well, I think it's
0: a, it really is I think the point about, you know, what have you not been doing because you've been living in this sin, right. that, that, that's really helpful. And it's, and it's not just the time you yeah. spent
3: sinning. Right. It's, the, it's the next week you spent wallowing around in
2: your guilt and shame
3: for and doing it right. and then yeah, trying to figure right. out how to get it right. That's right.
2: Like just, you just gave away a week. Yeah. Right. It's probably because of women ministries inside the church because you wrote about that, right? I <laughs> I mean, <wrote> about, <laughs> it might be that, too.
1: Yeah. Mm. I wrote about that also, yes. So
2: I expected that to have all the hits. After uh, John MacArthur's I, go home- it wasn't just
3: n- women's mi- it was women's, women's mi- ministries as pestilence. <laughs> yes, oh.
2: I said that. Well, I, 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 before women's ask, ministries as COVID nineteen. Before you talk about that, I just have to ask: Is it hard to write No Quarter November? Like to make sure, okay, no qualifications. Do you, what's the? Is it hard to? Be I like, have
1: to choose to do it, but it's not hard. It's not hard to do. Yeah, once you do to, it, I, <laughs> I have to. Okay, I've, I've, and I find myself wanting to. Qualify, yeah, yeah. And I say, but no, it's November, um, <laughs> and so I, I'll just demons say be gone. It. But here's, I'll I'll put the quali- November's almost over. Here's the qualification. There's a difference between women ministering and women's ministries. Yeah, women ministering. Right, uh, women are ministered to the same way the men are, same way the children are. Yeah, and that's through sermons, and word, and sacrament. Yeah. they come together, they sing to the Lord, they have the word of God preached, and if they're godly Christian women, that feeds them. Yeah. And that equips them, and they're like their husbands and children in that respect. Uh, and when the women get together as women to do ministry, it's outward-facing. It, yeah. But women's ministries in the evangelical church today have become this thing where you've got a director of women's ministries who's, in effect, the women pastor of all the women yeah. in right. the church. Yeah. The women get together, and they complain about their husbands. Yeah. Or, or their fathers or their kids or their kids and how hard it is for them. So once a week, the people, the women get together and they form this um, ad hoc ICU unit where they, uh, they're all on uh, intensive care yeah. and they take turns being doctor and nurse for each other. Yeah. And, and so what that does, what that introduced into the church is the notion of women. It's an intersectionality thing. Mm. When, women as an oppressed class. And
3: they're right. the only ones that understand
1: what it's like. Are in the church. Right. And they're the only ones who understand how the elder board and the finance committee are not apportioning enough and they're not – th- their husbands are
3: are a problem. It's kind of uh, like wearing face masks all day long <laughs> <laughs> with a petri dish growing on your face.
1: Yeah, you're just, <laughs> you're just asking for trouble. And so women's ministries in many evangelical churches are a seedbed right. – of discontent Ugh. and grumbling yeah. and we the best thing in the world the elders could do
3: is just defund it and kill it kill it the, defund and, it. and you see this happening practically when you're told that a, a, a pastors or elders are not qualified to address uh, a battered wife right right, right. we need or, or, or right. why oh you know a, a messy divorce situation you have to call in a woman right. to minister to that woman right and because you are a man Right, and even though you're the pastor, you're not qualified because you don't understand. So right. we've, we've that's had, intersectionality.
2: We've had yeah. that in the church for a long time before yeah, it's become popular, though. It's oh, almost yeah. like we've birthed that and say, "Hey, world, here goes your model." It's almost like they followed us. Yeah, pastor. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't <laughs> no, that was you. I was going to say that the the church beta tested a lot of these bad ideas. Mm. Yeah. What has been the value of, of doing no quarter November? Because th- the rest of the 12 months of the 11 months of the year, you, you're not writing um, like this. What's been the value of this?
1: Well, um, people be, people look forward to it all year. Yeah. Um, they, it's become a thing. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> um, and it's a great encouragement to – so, for example, um, I just got the stats on uh, – I've uh, about a year and a half ago, I started recording most of my blog posts. the new the blog posts. Toby uh, kicked me in the ankle and said, you really hated it. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it was about a year and a half ago, and we're just – coming up on 2 million downloads wow. uh, for those. And then no quarter November, this last November, it was 260,000 downloads. And that's just the audio. That's that's not counting people who go to the computer and read it okay. right. On, right. Right. online or, or, or on a mobile device. So basically, it's a very effective way of getting the word out, and in some respects breaking the embargo. Yeah. So so yeah. we're in here in Moscow, we're under something of an embargo. Our ministries must not be named, uh, must not be retweeted, must not be, you yeah. know, right, uh, right, right. If you say cross politic or may blog or, get your counsel Doug Wilson, you, you, you get you, that's you, you, the biggest one, Doug Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that's the common theme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you get yourself uninvited from conferences. Yeah. Um, so we're under embargo and this, um, the things that we're doing now with the No Quarter November, the uh, the Canon app, the yeah. things that you're doing are all means of running the embargo, and it's working very well. Yeah. So, um, so basically, we're getting the word out to a lot of Christians who need they they need even an evangelical leadership that has doctrinal backbone, is faithful to the historic Reformed uh, faith, right. and at the same time engages with the the challenges of this generation, yeah, challenges, yeah. the challenges, the masking things, the lockdowns, the the election, the, the church the, is the, not going back to worship. The craziness of uh-huh. the, the craziness of twenty twenty. How, how do we understand the word of God on the one hand, once delivered, right. and the circumstances that are unfolding on the ground? And there are very very few mm-hmm. Christian ministries who are even attempting it. Right. One of I, the
0: want, things, I want to talk about um, – I'm, I'm going to turn the corner. Here no, no. Because this, is, this is what I want to get to here.
3: Last thought. Okay. And then you can turn the corner. Okay. Is One of the things I've appreciated also about what you've mentioned over the last few years of No Quarter November is also the fact that th- this is something that every pastor should do. Amen. Yeah. The, Amen. And, and so yeah, this is right. not just us saying, you know, look at Moscow. Right. It's saying, hey, what about your town? What yeah. about your church, pastor? How mm-hmm. can you lead? And um, where do you need to, you know, go catch fire and burn something, ca- cancel a women's <laughs> ministry or whatever you yeah. need to do in order to be faithful. If you're an evangelical pastor and you're in the pulpit talking
1: about safe spaces, yeah. uh, you're making a bunch of your faithful people feel unsafe. Right. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you get in the pulpit and you say, here's the word of God, and this is what the word of God says, right. and it would have said it had you never been born, yeah. if, if you and your troubles yeah. right. had never shown up, right. this is the truth of God. Right. That's right. That encircles people that shepherds people yeah. that
3: encourages yeah, the faithful. That's, that's true safety. That is. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Right. Turn, turn it, the corner. Turn the corner. I got my, my okay. last one. Uh, I remember <laughs>
0: um, when we started Cross Baltic 4 years ago, one of the questions that I've been kind of just can't escape my mind is how did Nazi Germany get to the point where they got to? How mm-hmm. did how did neighbors um mm-hmm. get to the point where not only did they stopped shopping at their Jewish neighbors stores, but then they started turning them in. Yeah. Um, and then the (laughs) pandemic hit (laughs) and you got your answer. (laughs) And I kind of, I kind of got my answer a little bit, you know, uh, you know, it started first just kind of embarrassing neighbors to not go start shop at this store. Right. You know, it was just like kind of this cultural embarrassment. And then it got to eventually where they're kind of strong arming each other to turn neighbors in kind of thing. Um, and looking at, uh, I think the, the, the connection of your, your, um, article on pornography and the cuckolds, uh, and in the connection to people wearing masks. Um, now, this isn't true across the board, but I think this is a true statement that um, we are wearing masks in hordes because we're morally compromised.
1: Yeah. I, I think a guilty people who have not been liberated by the gospel are easily manipulated. Right. right. Yeah. right. So um, mm. easily threatened. That, um, they're fe- they're fearful and timid. On the propaganda the works. The propaganda works. They're cowed. Um, they it, basically, in order to go into battle, in these times, you have to be prepared for them to throw everything at you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In, in, including your browser history, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know you've got to go in. Okay. If I'm going to stand up to these yeah. people, yeah. they're going to lie, they're going to cheat, they're going to steal, and I've got to i have got to have a clean conscience before God if, right. if I want to go into battle against these people. And if you don't, if the pe- Christians don't generally, if they're not under the preaching of the Word and a cleansing gospel and their sins are dealt with regularly, um, if that's not the
3: case, they're not going to be equipped to fight. So what do you see coming down the pike in 2021? Do we, do we have uh, you know covid twenty twenty one coming? Yeah. Um, Third uh, spike. I yeah. mean, we we just had a – I mean, we just – it's interesting. Um, Amy Comey Barrett just got um, on the, the uh, Supreme, Supreme, Supreme Court, Court yeah. and her first ruling, I think she's a part of, was this pushback against Cuomo yeah. uh, in New York. Um, good on her. Um, and what's wrong with John Roberts?
2: Anyways. Oh, gosh.
3: I just looked I, – I heard t- uh, today that uh, John Roberts made at
1: least a couple of trips to Epstein's Island. That's – Really? really, there that, goes that back that to sure? the pornography and car. I said no. that
0: before the show. He did. He's been
1: sitting I know we were talking about John
0: Roberts, and I was like, I guarantee he's got photos with Epstein or something like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so basically, there's yeah. the flight logs. They've got the flight logs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I looked it up, and of course, it could be another John Roberts. It could be, sure. you know, cool. Sure. So, cool. Uh, but the, the point is, um, John Roberts' behavior has been really inexplicable given, yeah, right. given his judicial philosophy and the reason he was appointed right. in the first place. Yeah. Um, so basically I've felt for years, something's that, wrong, that something, somebody's got a chokehold on him somehow, yeah. uh, that there's a pressure point, um, yeah. yeah.
3: So twenty twenty one. Is there what what do you what do what we see tw- the year twenty twenty was simply
1: the Lord doing stretching exercises. For twenty <laughs> one? Okay, so, so you gotta
2: answer this in two ways. One of it is kind of what you see the if with Biden as president, what we're looking to face. Because I'm looking at all the people who he's appointing, and everybody who he's appointing is woke woke. Not just kind of a little bit woke. They woke woke, like prophets. <laughs> they woke so, like woke so, so wokey woke face. <laughs> they got that's them. So right. kind of what you see coming down the pike there, and then how Christians need Preparing themselves right now to be able to engage or build in the next four years of his administration. So
1: um, I believe that if Biden is installed, this is the this is all the future. And I'm not a prophet or a son of a prophet, but, but. I, this is. But. But. He did have a history conference back in I'm just saying you were listening to some, <laughs> some old talks. I'm just saying. I'm not claiming divine inspiration. I'm just saying you should listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> So there's given how woke the left is, mm-hmm. given how irate they are, let's just assume uh, that Biden gets into the White House and Donald Trump concedes at some level, okay. um, and so he's out of the White House and Biden's in the White House. Okay. Okay. there is the the thing I said in one of the pieces is that we have to simply wait for the flashpoint because it's not it's not going to be. Let's wait for the midterms. I don't think we're going to make it that far. Um, and the flashpoint will be something like this. There is no conceivable way that the left will be able to restrain themselves from demanding the prosecution of Trump. Really? Okay. Yeah. okay.
0: So yep. the, the, they, they've already been talking about it.
1: Well, yeah, they can't. They can't uh, he's catnip. They hate that. him. They hate him. And what, what's going to happen mm. is they're going to go after him. They accused him of all sorts of stuff, the Russian collusion and everything. Right. So they're going to cook up something. And they, they they could come up with charges on contesting the election, or sure. you know something like Easy. that. So they're going to come after him with some sort of prosecu- prosecutorial zeal. Yeah. And I th- I suspect that that's going to be the flashpoint, where um, I think we're in the cold war phase of a civil war now. Mm. I, uh, mm-hmm. so, so the shooting hasn't started. The rioting has started. The burning of buildings has started, yeah. so I think it's starting to be mm. tempestuous, and I believe that if, if you have uh, let's say 80 percent of the people who voted for Trump that's 70 plus million, 70 plus million people, right. if 80 percent of them believe that he was uh, the election was stolen, stolen. from, yeah. him, right. And right. then that's they a lot turn, of people. And then they turn around and prosecute him. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're you're looking at a royal mess yeah so you're you're just two steps away from johnny get your gun yeah uh-huh. that, that's the so basically um i don't see i i see this pe- this what's coming at us as a pending judgment mm-hmm. and um we just have to be um ready to trust the lord what
3: is what is readiness in that situation look uh, yeah look like um you know uh, Pra- practically i mean are you you know if you live in downtown baltimore i would suggest that
1: you get out yeah yeah <laughs> right. This is Jesus.
2: hey you don't want to be pregnant right now <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. run to the right. hills <laughs> yeah I, I i
1: believe that um there's a lot of people are already doing this right yeah um u-haul u-haul rates from portland to boise are uh 10 times um the other well, way, the, other reversed. Yeah. Yeah. The, the differential is it's like a, a nine, ninety bucks versus nine hundred bucks. Wow, and it's because U-Haul doesn't want to uh, re- empty return trips. Right. So if you want to rent to go to Portland, it's ninety bucks. If you want to rent to go to Boise, right. it's nine hundred bucks. And so we're and we're experiencing it here in Moscow, where there's a yeah. we see the refugee column coming yeah and there are a lot of people who are relocating yeah and then and and then the the governors are complicating so the blue state governors like newsom and Mm -hmm. and Inslee, are complicating it by making uh it very difficult to make a living right in yes in california or to feed your family right and so some people are moving because they see the handwriting on the wall some people are moving because they have to They're just trying to support their family. Just trying to support their family. Right. So I think the first thing to do is look, get out a map. Yeah. Get out a map and look at where you could feed your family, find a worshiping community. um, uh, Schools for your kids. Exactly. You know,
0: we've we've talked about this on the show before. You know, at at some point, Christians need to pick a state, move to it, take take dominion over it, you know. um, And I... I'm hesitant to say this, but I, I feel like one of the states is like Idaho. Right. <laughs> because Idaho is highly conservative. Um, well, the population like is not very well, – yeah, yes. We're trying to We're be We're trying to be highly conservative. <laughs> yeah. um, but the population is not very big, and it's something that Christians could come in and
1: influence pretty, right. pretty strongly. The, the one thing I would say is that we've had a major influx into Boise from California. Yep. And even though the Californians are fleeing blue state tyranny – yeah. A bunch of them don't wipe their feet when they come, um, they are, and they so with clean. The, conservatives. They they, tra- they track in right. stuff. They, so they don't have, they know what they're fleeing, yep. but they don't know all the little incremental right. things that led to that that they That's just right. they and take so, for granted. Yeah, yeah, and so they just so they vote kind of uh, purple. So they vote kind of purple, right. or they turn Boise purple. So right. Boise is a lot more. Um, Friendly to liberalism than it, yes, it used is. to than it used to be. Yes, right. is. like th- 30 years ago, it was just a big cow town. Right. Uh, and and now it's starting to turn into something else. Thank you, California. And, and so I, I would encourage Christians uh, who relocate to a place like Idaho to make sure that you spend some time in detox. Just get yeah, yeah. Get, that's right. Get all the assumptions that you, you are a radical right winger where you used to live. Right, right, right if, if, <laughs> in California. But, but if you come here, all of a sudden you're going to be sort of a, kind of a kind of a moderate, a liberal squish. No, I, I, I agree
0: with that analysis. Um, but when I was at the Republican convention in Idaho this last uh, summer in June, when they actually had the convention in person, um, I was talking to the state leadership and they said we the data shows us that four out of every five people who moved to Idaho End up overwhelmingly voting conservative. Good. So four out of five. How are they measuring that? Yeah, I, well, is um, that just mean Republican? I should I should have asked them that question. That doesn't exactly, um, but I could see your analysis still being true. Just saying, hey, we could still judge that they're maybe voting more conservative than not, right. but it's more of a purple vote. And but that just obvious, The obvious conclusion there is even if they're more conservative than not. Well, the obvious conclusion there is like, well, we're home growing mm-hmm. liberals through our right. public school system. And that plus that moderate purple, yeah. is what swinging it's always a shade. The, it's a uh, sh- shade darker every year. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. They, they that's go right. through public and it's because schools. We're actually home
3: growing liberals no. here in Idaho. No. The thing, the thing to remember though, in all of this is, I, I think, don't forget that when Christian men are obedient to God. What you're building, when you, when you get married, when you have kids, when you raise them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, when you support your family, when you worship God faithfully, what you're building is way more substantial than anything on the left. That's right. right. What, well, they, that's right. what they're fighting with is actually nothing. Right. That, that's, that's what, you know, Augustine famously said, that evil was sort of the absence of good, the absence of anything. And it's parasit- evil is parasitic.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so what they have to do is they have to find, the, liberalism is the tapeworm looking that's at right.
3: the fat guy. <laughs> It is, it is. But that's it's right. why I mean, he, you know, you've called it same-sex mirage for years. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is a mirage. It's yeah. not real. It's, it's not fruitless. a real family. It's yeah. fruitless. They have no real kids. Yep. Um, they, they, it's, and they and have what, to adopt your kids. And, and what they're building is not real. It's entirely parasitic. Which, but the thing that I think should give Christians real hope, it might be dark for a while, mm-hmm. but you should recognize that when you do, when you obey God, what you're building is real. That's right. right. It is real. And it's way more substantial than anything that the left is throwing at you. That's right. And and so you ha- we don't have deep reasons to
2: fear because what we're building is real. Amen. Um, Pastor, I could talk to you for probably another two hours because there's so much stuff I still want to work through. Actually, some after we get all done. But um, you got one more article before No Quarter November is over. Yeah, it should be one on Monday. One on Monday. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah. look forward for it. To that. So get the Canon Press app. It's <laughs> get those tops. Hey, chocolate knots. You know, picks. there's No Quarter November merch now. There's hats and shirts. Well, you didn't yeah, any yeah. merch. Yeah. And if you have the Fight, Laugh, Feast app, you can get all kinds of stuff on there, all the articles from earlier. If you're single, get married. And if you're married, hats. have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. That's one of the ways to fight. Yeah. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Merry,
0: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm going
2: to burn your little green thing. we got to get something else. For to, <laughs> to be, I don't like that.
1: the fight laugh feast conference is crucial is the combination of those words Christians need to learn how to fight they need to learn how to laugh and need to learn how to feast the next reformation what will it look like probably a lot like what we're seeing here at this particular conference
4: we need to say what the prophets said and do what the prophets did Jesus has said every square inch is mine
1: We need to be more combative than we are. We need to be more cheerful than we are. And we need to be more given over to celebration. The the joy of the Lord is our strength.
3: As in all things, we start with the Lord.
4: We need to use our entire toolkit. And I think that a lot of Christians, there are certain tools that they haven't traditionally used. Jesus, when dealing
2: with spiritually dangerous things, Jesus tells the truth in hard ways.
3: He used a serrated edge. We're on a field of battle, and we fight until the king relieves us of duty. And if we have him with us, we really cannot lose.
4: When we're fighting, we're singing, much like the Israelites, as they sent their choir out in front to lead their armies into battle with song. The rules of engagement have got to be defined by the dictums
2: of Christ.
0: The world is asking all kinds of questions,
3: and we've got the answers. We need to look like the church described in the scriptures, which is a church that despairs of its own competency and lays hold of the grace and the mercy of Christ.
1: God put dragons in the world so that we could fight them. And we should fight dragons with shouts of joy. I want to hear a fight and peace, all three. One, two, three, five.